Welcome, babes, to the Many Women Podcast, a place where we connect on the journey of loving the many women we have been, currently are, and aspire to be. I'm Krina. And I'm Allie. And on today's episode, Krina and I are talking all about life's unexpected plot twists. We've experienced some plot twists that we're going to share with you, and we hope you might consider sharing your unexpected curveballs with us. But first, let's do a little check-in. Karina and I have both had some curveballs at work, so Karina, why don't you kick it off by telling us about your unexpected twist? Well, the plot twist of this story, I think, starts with the ice storm that we had in Portland at the beginning of the new year. Um, I love being at home and luckily I had like a show that had many seasons for me to watch. And it was nice for the first few days. Like I was We like, were out for a week. Yeah. So the first like day, two, three, I was like, okay, this is nice. I can sleep in. I don't have to go to work. I'm watching my show. I have food. It was great. And then by day seven, I was like, Oh my God, this is really difficult. I, I'm reevaluating my entire existence at this point. It was a lot of time to be by myself. And ugh, I'm just kind of mad at that ice storm, man. Like, I think it started my year off in a way that pisses me off. Because I don't know, it was just too much time by myself. And you really have a lot of time to think about where you're at yeah. when you have seven days by yourself in a house. Um, of course, I was like FaceTiming, calling and all that, but but it was, you know, it was lonely. Um, so seven days in, we, I think things were like clearing up and I got a call from my principal and I was, it was at 10, so I was of course sleeping. I think I slept till one that day. And then I like read a message and it was like, hi, Krina, I just wanted to let you know that there was a pipe that burst in your classroom during the storm. And I just wanted to like let you know because I just found out. And I was like, uh, what? And I have worked on my classroom for eight years. And if you're a teacher, you know, like your classroom changes and transforms and you add and it just is kind of like a work of art. Like, it is a work of art. It's like your little gallery. It takes a long time. You add something new to it each year. You change something each year. Like, it's so many pieces and memories that come together. Um, and for me, design is really important. And that's, like, kind of something I pride myself on in my house and my classroom. So, man, my space is really, really important to me. And I was like... Oh my God. You know, and, and at first I was like, oh, maybe it's not that bad. And then it kind of got, it was kind of, it went from maybe it's not that bad to it's really, really, really bad. Like everything is destroyed. And then I kind of like grounded myself a little bit and did a FaceTime call. And it was like, okay, a lot of it was able to be saved and all that. But it was pretty devastating to me. Because my classroom, one, is right next to Allie's, and that's, like, really helpful in our whole story of teaching. Our classrooms are about eight inches apart from one another. They're just the distance of a wall yeah. between one another. And this was also the wall that just got poured down on. 
Yeah, so it was a pretty major plot twist in my year. Um, but, you know, it did, it taught me a few things. One, it taught me that I have a really strong community, which I know that already, but I, I have a really strong community of friends and family that reached out and were willing to help. And, you know, it was really, really hard, but it really did teach me and it helped me teach my kids that, you know, your classroom is, it's not about the space, you know, like our classroom family is what's most important. And we were able to kind of bop around and now we have a new little temporary classroom that we're in, which I've made to be my own. And it was hard though. It was a plot twist because I love my classroom. It's part of who I am and I lost a lot of stuff. Yeah. And even though it's just stuff, it's like, if you're a teacher, you know, working for public school system, it's like, there are so many, so many things that like, I bought five years ago that I'm probably not going to buy again right now. Yeah. You know, like it's just, I don't know. So that was, that was a plot twist. And so many little memories, like you have cards from the kids and gifts from the kids and just eight years worth of, of growth and memories that you have there. And for me, you know, my classroom, one of my walls got pretty damaged during this. It's the wall that we share. And it's very hard because so often when Karina and I are having challenging days as teachers, and there are a lot of them, we always go back to the fact, oh, but we're here together. We have each other. And then for about two weeks, I was displaced in a different classroom and Karina was displaced in a different classroom and we didn't have the togetherness that we, that's what we thrive on. That's why we come to work. You know, we come to work for the children, but it's our friendship. <laughs> Let's be honest. Why do we go to work for each other? Yeah, <laughs> our friendship is very important. And so there's just something about that wall being damaged that really, it's, it, it makes you wonder what, what the meaning of all that is. Um, but for my life, not much is new. Things are, I'm still teaching yoga. I'm loving it. And I'm just trying to, I guess, get to spring break now. Yeah, you did make it to um, dry January. I did. I, I totally dried January, moving into a maybe damp February. You know, just I, I had no trouble not drinking last month. I'm not a big drinker, though. So for me, it's like it's pretty easy to, to take a break. But it's also easy to share a glass of wine with a friend. Um, it's crazy to think that a year ago we did my birthday episode. It's been a year. Mm -hmm. I'm turning 29 at the end of this month. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that we actually, you know, what we haven't talked about is we got like a year in review, a year review of our podcast, um, on Spotify, right? Yeah. And that was really fun to see. How many people, we were in like their top five shows. We were like some people's number one show or podcast. And yeah, it was, that was exciting. It was very exciting. We just, we love that we're keeping going with this and we have a lot of fun planned. And I, I think it's time to dive into this episode. So we're going to be talking about when those things in life happen or turn out how you don't expect them to and they take you by surprise. And it's like that plot twist in a movie and sometimes it can really challenge you and you have to think on the fly and react on the fly and adapt 
And so we're going to go ahead and start to dive in to some of those plot twists. So sometimes they come up and they frighten us, but things kind of work out. And sometimes those plot twists take us on adventures that aren't so great. But have you ever had any plot twists that really kind of worked out for you in the end? Um, okay, the first thing that comes to mind is when I first got my job, I had been working at our school for a year and it was like there was this position and it was open and it was totally mine. And I was like, oh yeah, this is mine. I've been here for a year. I've been like busting my ass, you know, at this school doing whatever they asked me to. And then like things happened and people got placed and I like did not get the job. Like someone else got the job over me. That didn't even want to be there. Didn't want to be there. No, and I was like, what in the world is going on? And it was really, really hard for me because <laughs> this is really funny, but I got a present from someone in Romania. In Romania, there's these little like, you know those red um, bracelets that people wear like for yes. luck? Yes. Okay, so in Romania, you can buy them and they have a little four-leaf clo four clover. And one of like my family friends in Romania gave me one. Um, when I went to Romania, I was like 18 or something. And I wore it for so long um, that she even had to like replace it for me. And I was getting, but there's this whole thing about if you take it off, it's bad luck. Okay. Okay. You cannot take, it can fall off, but you cannot take it off. And I had been wearing it on my wrist for years. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, so it had one of those like little, like, ex you know, little knots that in our bracelets that you can pull apart. Yes. And pull, okay. So I was like, it was that season. It was like job hiring time. We had had, they were doing interviews and some people got placed and I was like, oh man. And I remember going in home and being kind of stressed about the position, but I'm like, it's mine. It's mine. You know, there's also like a third grade position. There was a fourth grade position and a second grade position. So I was like, oh, these are all like, one of these will be mine. There's three, when is there ever three positions yeah. open out of school? Okay. And I decided that I wanted to move the bracelet from my wrist to my ankle. It's like, oh, I just want to do like an anklet thing. I've had it on for so long, blah, blah, blah. And when I tried to take it off, I was in the bath and it broke. Oh. And I was like, oh, no. And it was all my fault because I took it off. And the next day I found out I did not get the job. And I was mm. devastated. Um, and then summer went by and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then 10 days before the school year, the person that was placed went back to their old school and I got the job. Mm. And so obviously like it was where I was supposed to be. And I think it just taught me that I need to trust that. And I remember us talking and you're yeah. like, if it's meant to be, it's going to be yours. And I was like, okay. But I think it's because I took the bracelet off. <laughs> I really do. I'm like, I took the bracelet off. And I told my mom and she's like, it is not because I'm like, yes, it is. The next day it happened. So yeah, I'm like very um You're a little stitious. Oh, I'm super stitious. <laughs> anyway, okay, what about you? Okay. The thing that comes to my mind is when we were house shopping. So my husband and I got lucky and we bought a house before things just got way out of hand for prices. But we did have trouble finding a house because it's Portland and, mm. you know, they were going like hotcakes. Um, but we found a house in the perfect neighborhood. It was um, like a 50s modern, like a 
mod house. It had the coolest built-ins. It reminded me of the stuff my dad could build. And I was like, this is the house. We put in an offer and we wanted this house so bad that we went $50,000 over asking price. Oh, wow. And there were a lot of people there at the open house. We were really hopeful. We wrote a really nice letter. And that night I went on and I bought myself a door knocker from anthropology. Now I, I'm not, I love anthropology, but I can't go in there because I spend too much. Mm-hmm. Actually, I can't afford to be in there, so I don't <laughs> go in there. But I bought myself a door knocker and it's a bunny. It's this golden bunny door knocker. It's like a hair. It's a hair. It's a, it's a rabbit. Uh-huh. It's a rabbit. Um, and we found out two days later that our offer didn't get accepted because it was in the middle of 11 different offers. Oh. So that means like six offers were higher oh than 50000 over. Yeah. And of course, I was heartbroken because... Mm-hmm. House know, hunting is so hard. It's so hard. You walk into a place, you imagine yourself living there yeah. instantly. Well, the problem is, is that you walk into 500 places and can't ever imagine yourself. And then you walk into one and you're like, this is it. And it's not. Um, I just want to say that is exactly how dating is. Oh, <laughs> you go on 500 bad dates and then you think it's oh. going really well with someone and you can imagine your entire life with them and then someone else did you. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to oh, interrupt I'm you, so but sorry. I was like, wait, that's the best that's analogy ever. Okay. So, so you we were the house. very sad, very sad, but we dove back in and started looking again and we found this beautiful perfect little home and it wasn't even on the market yet but our realtor had like talked to the guy who was selling it and he wanted to get it sold pretty quick because they were going to start construction Mm -hmm. in that area and so he wanted I mean he wanted to get it sold before construction was in front and we were the only offer on the house because it hadn't been put anywhere he accepted our offer right away we hung the bunny knocker on our new house and we have bunnies at our house, we have we have a pet bunny. His name is Hazelnut. He's not really our pet. We just feed him lettuce in the yard. But it's just so sweet that I never, my daughter would never be seeing bunnies hopping around in that in the yard of that old place. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have like the beautiful gardens that we live near. We like there's just so many things that would have worked out differently if we didn't have that plot twist. So that's like I, I think that that's kind of key to this chat is that we're trying to reframe things like who knows if things are supposed to be the way they are (laughs) this is kind of super off topic but I think our our listeners will enjoy it um speaking of plot twists and bunnies you know I had a bunny for eight years I do Chuck right yeah so I had him for eight years and like I swear, six years in, I took him to get his, like, nails clipped yeah. at the pet store. And she's like, this is not a boy, bunny. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> so for, like, six years, I, I mean, I, I named him Charles. Like, he, you know, it was my boy bunny. Like, I didn't have to worry about him. Like, you know, he was a little horn, I'm sure little bunnies, dog. bunnies are gender nonconforming. But she's like, yeah, there's no balls here. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Well, Hazelnut might be a boy. You know what? Who knows? Hazelnut is who they are. (laughs) 
And we love having them in our yard. I'm like, oh my god. That was a plot twist. That was a plot, plot twist. twist. Plot Chuck, twist. Chuck is not a boy. Okay, anyway, um, let's get back to serious stuff. Okay. That's not that off topic. I feel it's like it's not kind no, of off topic. No, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good story. It's a good Chuck story. Okay. So I'm wondering if there are any things that you've learned about yourself through navigating some of the plot twists in your life. Like specifically, like what did you learn about yourself when you navigated that plot twist with not getting the job and then getting it? Well, I think I've always been like this whole, like if it's meant to be, it will be kind of person. At least I've tried to be. Um, as I've gone older, wiser, smarter, smarter, hotter, mm-hmm. um, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like my, thoughts have gone a little bit from like okay if it's meant to be it will be and if it's not meant to be it won't be so then what are you going to do about that yeah (laughs) because like if you don't get what you want like I'm in this place on it we kind of talked about this in the last episode like what if what I don't like what I want doesn't happen like I think that's a big part of plot twists and I've had a lot of plot twists a lot of I think you know, if we're going to talk deep, um, which we always do, I definitely thought that, like, I was going to marry my boyfriend. Like, me and him not being together is probably the biggest plot twist of my life because I just imagined my life with him for so many years. So then when I finally realized, like, oh, it's actually over, I think those are the plot twists that are really hard for me. And I have to be like, oh, okay. I guess yeah. so. You know? I don't know if that's a plot twist, but in my head, I imagined it going one way and then it totally didn't. It went the complete opposite. So, I don't know. I think I still have a lot of plot twists coming my way. Yeah. I think you as a, like, a woman who's married and has a child, you know, and it's like, I think, not that you don't have as many, but... I think mine are just beginning. You have a lot up in the air. Yeah, it's so annoying. And for me, I I mean, obviously, our biggest things in life will always be what what we want and don't have. And if you've been listening for long, you know that for Karina, that is love. And for me, that is like completing my family. But I, you know, like having my miscarriage was quite the plot twist. Mm -hmm. Because I really was like, oh, great. Like, it's happening. I want it to happen. I could picture the future. It all made sense to me. And then I lost that child and I've never gotten pregnant again. Mm -hmm. And that was two years ago, Mm -hmm. two years ago, next month, it will be that I have my miscarriage. And so, I mean, what do you do when there is that plot twist? And then there's not like the fun serendipity of universe taking care of you. It's just twisted in the wrong direction yeah I think I think if you're a single woman you probably feel like every time it doesn't work out with someone it's a plot twist yeah it's like oh like you get it's funny me and my friend Herschel went to the mall yesterday and you know how like when you're going out of the mall doors there's like one side has like the doors that open mm-hmm. you know and all the other ones have like the doors that you pull open or whatever so we were like walking out and I'm like confidently walking towards mm-hmm. the doors that like <laughs> are gonna open up to me 
And it was just like, no movement. <laughs> and I was standing so close to those doors. And I was like, Herschel, like, this is how I feel about life right now. <laughs> like, it was, they're the automated ones. You know the ones by Cheesecake Factory? Yes. <laughs> okay, they're supposed to fly open and you're supposed to just walk through. And it was like, not a not a movement what happened yeah there. what's happening we need life to fly open so we can walk through a little bit more yeah and so I had to like awkwardly step back step over and manually open the door for myself <laughs> but it was like what is how are these not working those doors open when there's like a fly that passes in front of them <laughs> so, I guess you don't have fly energy yeah so anyway that that feels that felt very relevant to me right now but, okay, I have a question for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. What's one piece of advice that you would give someone that's facing a major plot twist in their life right now, based on your own experience? <sighs> based on my own experience, it's like, the okay, advice it sucks. Be, yeah, it doesn't like, have to be based. You know, seriously, though, like, advice doesn't work. I feel like, because, like, I'm going through this with you right now where you are struggling and every time I want to give you advice, I'm like, my advice doesn't match your experience in the least. I think one of my favorite, like, qualities of our friendship is, like, because I really want to always hop in and be, like, positive. But I learned that, like, most of the time you need to ask the person, like, do you want me to be positive for yeah. you right now? Or do you want me to just, like, join in on how you're Yeah, feeling? do you want me to be, to be, like, to sit in the shit with you? Yeah. Or, or do you want me to, me to pull like, you out of the right, shit? Right, Because, honestly, sometimes, like, I think that especially as women and high-achieving women, we are very prone to gaslighting ourselves about how things are going. Mm -hmm. Like, I was talking to my husband about this a couple nights ago about how I've been on some shitty vacations in my life. And I didn't realize until the vacation was over that I wasn't really enjoying it. And that would be a great topic. Yes. Because I have been on some shitty vacations. We sh- okay. okay. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Shitty vacay. Okay. vacay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like chicken saute. <laughs> but while I'm in it, I'm always trying to be like, no, this is great. Yeah, Everything's I'm great. On vacation. I'm doing great. Yeah. Everything's fine. And so it's like, I think that you have to be careful to not like over positive yourself and get into that place where you're like, I can just pull myself up and everything is great because a lot of shit sucks. And especially like in the world right now, there's so much terror going on and to sit and be like, well, let's look at the bright side or let me give you some advice. It's like, I think that people need to do a lot more feeling. Like on my vision board this year, it says, at the heart of healing is feeling. And like, that's why when I hear you like being sad, I feel for you. I feel like, yeah, this sucks. But I don't want to be like, why don't you this? Why don't you that? Because it's like, why don't you let yourself feel bad a little bit? Because maybe you've never let yourself do that before. Yeah, I, I love everyone in my life. But a lot of people... A lot of people have this advice, you know, they tell me like to pray about it, you know, mm. pray, pray for my husband, pray for, and I, and I, I kind of want to say to them, like, do you not think that I've been praying for my husband for the last 10 years? You know, like I have been praying that like a man loves me in a respectful way for the last like 
10 years of my life. You and know? many people have been praying. For me. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, that's not really what's missing, I don't think. Yeah. You know, like, that's not the hard Do you think that's cultural? Do you think yeah, that's about I do. your culture? I do. A lot of people in my family and, you know, like, they don't have other experiences, right? Because they were married at 20. They, you know, that... They got married, they have children, they're living a very traditional Romanian life. So I think their go-to for like soothing themselves is prayer, which I think is like obviously really powerful. I am like a religious person myself, so like I definitely turn to prayer a lot. But like, you know, it's a little difficult to be like, just have you prayed about it? Like, do other single women ask you if you pray about it or is it only people who oh, have yeah, found no, what just, you want yeah right and I think people my favorite piece of advice that favorite as in I'm being sarcastic that people give me is like when you just stop looking it will happen and whenever people say that to me my like initial reaction is like okay so you're telling me to just give up on everything that I want yeah like just give it up and like and and act like I don't want it anymore. And then it's going to come fine. It's like, that feels so icky. And I get what they're trying to say. You know, like, focus on other things. And But then put, why not just say that? Put your, yeah, put your emotion <laughs> like, in. Like, yeah. That's what they say. Though. Once I don't think looking, the universe is playing games with us. Like, I don't think the universe is like, you want it too bad, so I'm holding it up. Like, but, I mean, I don't know. If it worked that way, I would literally wear two pirates patches <laughs> on my eyes. <laughs> And just ne- not. See- I wouldn't be looking would anywhere. Look- if someone was like, "The minute you stop looking, you're gonna get it." Oh my god! Give me a VR Give- set. Blind- I will blindfold. wear it all day long. Yeah. Like one of those. VR- anyway, um, unfortunately, I don't think that's how it works. But yeah. I know people are coming from a good place. And if you've told me to just stop looking, know that I love you. Um, but just. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I think that like. Giving people advice when they're stuck is like, I think it's usually not well received. I think that if I had to give any advice, it would be like to feel it and to like take care of yourself through it. Yeah. And be mindful that you can be in a place where you are like just not doing good. Yeah. Uh, But it's also really important that you're careful because I think you can spiral down really fast and being mindful of like, you know, the speed you're going. Yes. Because you can just spin out of control and that, we don't want that for ourselves. Yeah. We love ourselves too much. So yeah, we have to kind of keep each other in check and it's good to have friends that can let you feel and let you deal with your things, but you know, not, not let you wallow too long in it. So, you know, our favorite thing on this podcast, I would say at this point, is to take things that are negative and flip them. And flip them. And flip them into a Flip them. So, Allie, let's talk, you know, think of taking us down this journey of plot twists. How okay. can we see it as, like, maybe, maybe there's a there's a bright side. Okay. So, I have a little, a tiny, tiny one. Okay. Like, a tiny story okay. that really shows, like, sometimes things can just be, a like, a blessing in disguise. Okay. So... Every week, my daughter has an appointment for an hour, and my husband and I get a one-hour date. And it's in, like, this really cute part of Portland, so we always just go on a little walk. Well, we went on a little walk to this ice cream shop, and we were walking 
in and this couple like dashed in front of us. Like they really had to be next. And were they just there for ice cream? They were just there for ice cream. <laughs> Excuse me. Everybody else is also there for ice cream. Excuse me, everyone in this line. I'm only here for the ice cream. <laughs> Can I just cut through for the ice cream? And, you know, my tendencies totally swing from being like, it's all good, whatever, to like, don't you dare, you know? <laughs> and Kreen has experienced both oh, of those. I'm like, what's the end game of this story? Because I've seen a different ending. <laughs> this is a different ending. Okay. Um, and so they go to order, and they tr- decide they want to try and sample every single ice cream flavor. And we only have an hour, so I'm kind of like getting a little hot. And my husband and I just start talking and having a good time and you know, being on our little date. The person who is helping these people is just in the worst mood, probably because she's helping these people try a thousand different ice creams. They finally decide what they want and they go. And then this new person comes on shift who is the nicest, bubbliest, most excited person. And we have like the best interaction with her. And she's like telling us things to try. And we're laughing and having fun. And I just kind of realized, like, had we been dashing in here in front of those people, like, we wouldn't stuck with this woman who's just irritated to be here and doesn't want to help. And instead, we had a really sweet interaction with this wonderful person who just wanted to feed us ice cream. Oh, my God. That is adorable. Yeah. So, You're you keeping know, that in your pocket. I think that it's just, like, those little things, like, as much as we can, thinking of things as divine intervention it's like a little blessing in disguise like I tried so hard to figure out what this is called I looked all over TikTok because I had found it recently but it's like this idea like oh I took the wrong turn or I missed my exit but what if it's a slight inconvenience that's like saving me Uh from an accident or Uh something and I've always kind of had that thought in my mind about oh I'm a little late but maybe that's good you know I've always tried to keep that in my mind and so that's what I'm going to be trying to do more of is like somebody cuts me off in traffic. Cool. Maybe they're slowing me down for the right reason, you know? So if you know what the name of that stuff is, it's like the opposite of like what if syndrome, but I don't know to be, to be, to be found out later. But how about you? How do you like to kind of flip? Like, did you do anything with your classroom when your classroom got destroyed was there any bright side that you looked for or found? I know you said the like the support of people was big. Is there anything else? It was else? really nice to see the people that showed up. Um, and I think the bright side of it for me was that I realized that I have a gift of creating like... <laughs> thank you. Um, I think I really like that saying like creating, like making a house a home. Mm-hmm. Like I can do that so well. And... I knew I could do that, but when, so when you're in the beginning of the year, you have like five days not to work in your classroom, but you have like half a day here and then you go home and you make a list of what you have to do the next day. And then you get like an hour here and an hour there and then a whole day, you know, so you have like, you basically have five days and a weekend to kind of like create and think and like make it happen. I had to move my entire classroom in one school day and have it ready for my students to come in and like feel safe and comfortable in one school day, which is like six hours. And I was 
so tired. And then me and Allie came home and got stuck in traffic for an hour and a half and I wanted to die. But I think what all of this showed me, one, is that like, even though I'm afraid of change, I can do it. We can Mm -hmm. do it. I think one of the biggest things of leaving teaching is like, I'm scared, like leaving my classroom, packing everything up, like the move. It's like, it can be done in one day. Yeah. It's like, it was done in one day with help and support. And so, yeah, it really showed me like, I have some pretty amazing skills of creating a comfortable and safe place for people. And people have told me that before. I think this like, really like, kind of made it. Now you believe it? Now you believe it too? Yeah, because when people come into my house, they're like, oh, your house feels so... And it's like, my house is beautiful, but it's like, it's things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like in the school, it's like, it's more of like the love that's in it. Yeah. You know? And so, I don't know. So that was kind of of my thing. Um, That's very sweet. And I agree. Karina's... All of Karina's things that she designs are beautiful. Thank you, baby. What about like... I guess my question to you, and we should wrap up because it's getting long. But one more question. Um, Plot twist, something doesn't work out the way you want to or it's completely different. Like, how would you use it as an opportunity to grow? How would, like, how do you see that going? I think for me, you know, I'm almost 40. I will be 40 years old this year. And I think that I like have been spent my whole life trying to be in control like I want to be in control of everything so I don't fail so I can look perfect all of that bullshit that I'm actively working to recover from and I think for me it's just like being willing to just kind of not be perfect and let go of control and and see where see where things take me you know I think that's the absolute like relinquishing of control that I think is the best growth for me is to not have to have everything under my thumb and just letting other people support me and and letting other people see me make mistakes and you know that's one thing I'm thinking about like when I teach yoga now it's like when I first started teaching yoga I was like I want to seem professional I want to seem like I'm really good at this and I'm really knowledgeable and now in every class I teach I'm like I'm brand new to this like Mm -hmm. please let me know if there's anything that I can do better that you know that could help me help you more and I think that just that the most growth that I've made from these kinds of plot twists is is letting go of absolute control of everything yeah I think a big thing that is like so important and I know some people hate this phrase but like I do think it's really true. It's like trusting in the universe and trusting in whatever you believe in. You know, maybe it's God. Maybe it's a higher power. Maybe it's the moon. I don't know. You know, but trusting that you are in the right place right now, even if it may be difficult. And this is like a hard pill for me to swallow because I'm having a really hard time with this right now. But I think like, when I'm in a place where I can clearly and my emotions are not getting in the way, it's like I'm here for the exact reason that I need to be. And it may be hard for me right now, but something good is coming and better things are coming and I'm exactly where I need to be. 
And, you know, you never know why something doesn't work out. And and both the best of life and the worst of life is yet to come. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to leave you with a dare. You know, we always love to do a dare. So we really want to challenge you to reflect on one of your past plot twists and really write down three positive outcomes or lessons that you learned from it. I think just talking to Karina about like the things I've learned from some of these challenges, it just feels good. Mm-hmm. It feels really good. We want to remind you that we love your reviews. We would love We love some the more. five reviews that we have. Yeah. If you're listening, we know we got views on our last yes. episode. Or listens. I guess it's not views. Listens. Yeah. We always say that. We always say views. <laughs> um, we know how many listens we got. Every week we know. Yeah. So if you're one of those people, you need to drop us a little review. Drop, drop it in there. It could be one word. It could be well, like yeah. love. Yeah. We'll, we'll um, put it on our mini women Instagram stories. There you go. All right, Karina. We always want to leave you with this. Remember that self-love is a continuous journey. And don't be too hard on yourself if you slip up. Be kind to yourself and remember that every day is a new opportunity to practice self-love.